I like purple grapes, but I don't like purple raisins. Won't eat those. I mean, raisins are fine, regardless of the color. There's not, like, one kind of raisin that is better. Disagree. The kind of raisin that is, is best is the, uh... Kind that you flush down a toilet. Welcome to Bruce Day Tuesday Podcast, episode 273. I'm Sam Ginsberg, and here is Tyler Dryblad. What up, chumps? Welcome to this episode. Yeah, blah, 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 blah. Uh, yeah, uh, episode of Bruce Day Tuesday. You're here. Three Stacks is here. Hi, Three Stacks. Hi. And we're going to be talking about choosing your beers, some beer candy, and maybe not actually being able to choose beers anymore at all. So it's going to be a roller coaster ride of emotion. And uh, I guess we should dive in. Who is super excited about their beer today? Anybody? Uh, so I think Emily should go first, partially so she can explain why I have three beverages right now. Well, that. Two. I was going to say why we're running a little late today. So, I have Southern Tier Cold Press Coffee Pumpkin Imperial Pumpkin Ale, which is one of several variety, like fancy varieties of pumpkin that they made this year. It's 8.6 ABV, and I assume it's going to taste like pumpkin mixed with coffee. And the reason that I'm late is because I made Sam stop at Starbucks on the way home from Puppy Kindergarten so that I could drink it side by side with a pumpkin spice latte. Hmm. Now, are you, what, what's the, are you judging them like side by side? Or are you just comparing or? Mostly just comparing. I don't expect this to taste like a pumpkin spice latte because I'm hoping it's not quite as sweet, though it's sure. Southern tier, so it could be. Do you, do you worry that they're gonna bias your opinion of each one? Probably, but also I've been very sleepy all day, so. Oh, okay, all right. And you said why you have three beverages. You've only accounted for two of them. Oh, I also have a glass of port because I'm a dad, but I uh, am funnier when I've had a little bit of alcohol. Yeah, a glass of port. Are you like a French duke? <laughs> I don't know. I like whiskey and I like port. I'm apparently a middle-aged man. Yeah, I guess so. Watch out. I feel like you drink port and like sit around in your ermine fur and then die of gout, so be careful. I mean... Hopefully not. Yeah. What do you think of that beer, though? It is not what I was expecting. It doesn't really taste like pumpkin or coffee. What? Uh, I think I did something wrong. It smells like weird, almost like cleaning products. And it tastes just... Like, I can kind of get some pumpkin spice flavor, but it tastes nothing like pumpkin. It Mm. tastes like nutmeg. Well, pumpkin is pretty nutmeggy, I think. I think it tastes just like pumpkin right at the front and then like it gets this weird harshness that i think must be like coffee bitterness but it doesn't actually taste like coffee mm. disappointment disappointment that's much worse than pumpkin which is fine because i have normal pumpkin downstairs <laughs> that's good all right well that that sucks uh 
I have kind of a strange beer, but it's in the complete other direction. I'm drinking Founders Barrel Runner, which is a Imperial IPA aged in rum barrels, which I feel like is kind of unusual. Yeah. It's 11.1% ABV, and it poured out kind of hazy, yellowish. If you gave this to me without like letting me see the bottle or, or smell it or anything, I would probably guess that this was like a... New England IPA or maybe like a Hef or something. It smells a lot like rum, just like the liquor, rum. Popular liquor, rum. Oh, uh, hmm. Interesting. That's very weird. It tastes more like, like a beer-based mixed drink than like a beer. The rum profile is, is very present, especially at the front. Kind of tastes, you know, maybe a little like vanilla-y almost. I don't get a whole lot of IPA, really. Like, there's not a whole lot of IPA bitterness or anything like that. But it's not an unpleasant beverage so far. But it's it's very strange. It's kind of nice to hear that the you find the rum immediately. Because I, I kind of was of the strong belief in the early days of the show that barrel aging didn't do anything. And I've right. since been proven wrong. But I would think that... I don't know. I think a lot of times with barrel aging... You get more wood than whiskey or whatever it was aged in. So I'm mm-hmm. glad that you're you're getting the rums coming through. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, there's no there's no wooden kind of pardon the pun timber. To it. Oh, got it. Talk about being a dad, am I right? <laughs> it's just it's it's yeah, definitely rum like, but it, it's certainly strange. It's a it's an unusual beer, but I mean that's not bad. That's what the show's all about. And. I'm trying to think back to college. You didn't really drink rum. Are you a rum guy now? No, 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 no. Certainly not. Yeah, I didn't really drink rum. There was like a period. I feel like when we were going into sophomore year, we were like, man, we should start drinking rum. Like, we should diversify our liquors. And then I threw up all over the place and was like, eh. Back to gin. Yeah, I'll just drink some Crystal Palace. Uh, What do you have, Sam? I have from Dorchester Brewing Co., Citra, Citra! It's a double IPA with orange peel added. An all-citra D-I-P-A. Okay. Uh, and this beer looks very, like, I don't even want to say hazy. It's just, like, opaque. Mm-hmm. It, like, I don't know, what, what, would, you, what would you say? Like a, like a light-colored cider, almost? It looks a little bit like if you... You know when you go to hotels and they have those weird juice dispensers at the breakfast buffet where you can get orange juice, but it's clearly, like orange juice concentrate mixed with water. For sure. It looks like if one of those was running real low on orange juice concentrate. Okay. Uh, this, the nose is all orange. I mean, maybe this is just orange juice concentrate. It looks just like very watery orange juice. Hmm. It doesn't taste like orange at all. What the hell? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> and actually, I don't I get that much citra from it. In fact, most of the hop character I get from it is just bittering hop. Oh, boo. Like, I like a bitter beer, but, like, the flavor profile of this beer is kind of just bitter. Yeah. Which is weird. But maybe between drinking my own Starbucks beverage and talking about how this is probably orange juice has, like, warped my expectations. But uh, I got a whole pint of this to work through, so I'll tell you later. All right. There we go. Well, sweet, 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 sweet. Uh, do, do you mind if I chime in here with a, with a bonus review? 
Sure, yeah. So our New England correspondent, who somehow isn't you, Tyler. Right, weird, isn't it? Has a review for us that he texted to me. <laughs> uh, he he got his hands on a Duncan Harpoon coffee porter. Oh, did he? Uh, which, the last time he was on, I told him to bring it on the show, but he had it at work. I hate him. Okay, that's fair. So I'll just I'll just read you what he said. First, he sent yeah. me a picture of it. He said, reporting live from my office, it's not good. It tastes like shitty coffee with some booze dumped in. Like, it's 6%, but has a kick of alcohol somehow. And then he sent me another picture and said, the back of the bottle is the best part. When you get Dunkin' Coffee, they mark the cup like this. So basically, you know, in the same way as, I think any coffee place, it would, like, you would have the, what, like, extra flavors are in it and what size, or I guess probably not what size, but, like, you know what I'm talking about. So, like... Oh, for sure. I, if you don't recall, I worked at Dunkin' Donuts one summer. Uh, no, you worked at Dunkin', because it's not called Dunkin' Donuts. No, I worked at Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, great. So, like, it has classic porter, check. With Dunkin' Coffee, check. Color, dark brown slash black, check, etc. So right, he right, thought right. that that was cute, but... But not very good, huh? Not very good. But um, he also is pretty steadfast in his belief that Dunkin' Coffee kind of sucks. Right, so, right. and also, um, Harpoon Brewing, uh, I don't think that he hates, but he, like, he doesn't think it's that great. I share that opinion. UFO is, like, pretty decent, and that's about it. Yeah, that... I like UFO, but I haven't had that much harpoon. But, yeah, so he was unsurprised by the fact that he wasn't impressed. Well, uh, did he give it a rating out of 10, perchance? No, and it wouldn't make it on the spreadsheet anyway. He has to show up. That's true. You're right. I was just curious. Well, okay, thank you, Boris, um, for that uh, long-distance reporting. We appreciate it. Let's see... I think since he didn't really like that beer that much, we're going to go to thetakeout.com. Five tips for choosing better beer at the grocery store. So maybe you won't stumble upon a beer that you don't like that much. So we've definitely done an article like this before. Have we done this article before? I kind of doubt it. Is there a is there a date on this? It, was, uh, it, it went up uh, just shy of a week ago, so I don't think we've done this article before. Okay, but... soups. soups. So, um, no, this is about I... beer, not soups. What is beer other than, like, a alcoholic bread soup, Samuel? Uh, it's carbonated. So I, I must say that I don't listen to a lot of these rules, and I actually find them kind of silly. But That was your review, if I recall, of the last time we did this style of article. Oh, nice. Well, at least I'm consistent. Yeah, at least you've learned to, from your mistakes. Oh, well, eh. So rule number one, go straight for the fridge. Can you, can you guess why? Because, theoretically, changes in temperature can be bad for the beer? Yep, that is correct. You are the winner. There are also some beers that are not shelf-stable and need to be stored in the cold, but that's the vast minority. That's right, and that's, like, obviously its own thing that I wouldn't complain about. But I I feel like for for most of the beers out there, like, they're not going through that vast of temperature changes, but I guess if you're, like, super concerned go for the fridge the, the, the place that is stored <coughs> in has ac so like yeah it's not it's not getting crazy hot right but you know whatever i just Number two, i'm sorry grocery stores also very often have like super limited fridge space so if you go straight for the fridge at like the normal grocery store that we go to you're, you're gonna, gonna get, get like bud light, light or like spotted cow 
I don't even know if they have spotted cow. They have like all of the like. I should shut up. You do the grocery shopping. Uh, like <laughs> Henry's hard sodas in there. They got all the limerita. Yeah. But like, as far as beer goes, it's like all of the macros and like maybe one or two kinds of slightly more interesting beer. That's a fair point, three stacks. Uh, yeah, I mean, sometimes you just don't have the space. I guess this is assuming kind of like, I don't know, a large grocery store in which they have plenty of shelf space. I don't know. Uh, the, the, no. the premise of this article is also slightly violated by the fact that it's not even legal to stock beer in, in grocery stores in all states. Like Delaware. I got to go to liquor stores. Sucks. Well, and there are some states where you can buy beer in a grocery store, but you can't buy cold beer in a grocery store. Yeah. And, uh, and here they, it's like, you you can get it at the grocery store, but they're in, like, separate sections. So it's like an attached liquor store, but it has its own cash register and stuff. Not always. Oh. I guess I was just thinking about the cops. Yeah. Or, like, in hilarious Pennsylvania, where you have to sell it out of a quote-unquote cafe. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's so dumb. Very dumb. Number two, check date codes if you can. Yeah, that's that's kind of fair, although, again, it's not really something I do, but I have been the victim of some beers that have been sitting around for just too long. Looking at you, so, BrewDog. Looking at you, BrewDog. Uh, so, I mean, it's fair, but not really something that I adhere to. Number three, when in doubt, choose cans, because they don't let in light. So... I, I feel like this person is, like, assuming... they Like, they go to the grocery store to buy beer, but they're also assuming that this grocery store has worse practices and just, like, leaves beer around for long amounts of time. And I'm not sure how accurate that is either, but... I mean, as a person who spends a lot of time in grocery stores, I can tell you that, like, the, the frequency with which grocery stores have beer from the previous season in stock is kind of concerning. Like, there are seasonal beers that, like... You can get them in liquor stores from, like, March to June, and, like, they're still around in grocery stores because they right. just don't rotate through their product as fast. Because the kind of okay. people who buy a beer at the grocery store are not generally looking for super interesting beer. That actually fades perfectly into number four. Right, which is shop seasonally because of exactly what Three Stack said. Like, you don't necessarily want to get the, the Christmas beer in July because it's probably been sitting around for a hot sec. Also, Christmas beer sucks dick. Also, Christmas beer sucks dick. And number five, reach into the sale bin at your own risk. All right, money bags, don't tell me what to do. And, and I'm, I'm the thing is, two, four, and five are all kind of made. Er, actually, two through five, no. All of them are making the same point. These are this is the same Which point. Like, five, five don't ways. get old beer. Yeah, this yeah. this could just be freshness is important to me because go straight yeah. to the fridge is make sure it hasn't been sitting out in the sun. Check date codes, obs. Choose cans because they don't let in air, so it's gonna stay fresh longer. Shop seasonally. To Emily's point, what they're really saying is there might be some old stanky beer. So if you're checking date codes, this shouldn't be a problem. And the reason stuff gets into the sale bin is because it's old as fuck. Yeah. But, uh, you know, sometimes us poor bastards need to hit up that sale bin. So, like, hop off, lady. My problem with this is if you're so concerned about freshness at whatever grocery store you're at, just quit buying beer there. That's true. Why not just, like, go to, well, unless you're in one of those weird states. But you could go to, like, a liquor store, which is, you know, like, optimized for selling and storing, that sort of thing. Or you could go to the breweries if they're allowed to distribute themselves. I think it's 
any town of reasonable size has somewhere other than a grocery store you can buy beer. Probs. So, if this is that big a deal to you, go there. For sure. So, in your face, Kate Berno. Berno, I think. No, actually, I mean, honestly, I don't disagree with that much of what you wrote, but uh, still, in your face. It does just feel like one tip with five sub-tips for choosing better beer. Wait, are you talking about my penis? It has five sub-tips? Doesn't everybody's? What does that even mean? I Uh, I just have a really warty, really warty penis. And, uh, listeners, if you want to know whether or not he comes out of all five of them at once, uh, write into us at BruceDayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You know there's some, there, I, I, well, I shouldn't say you know there is, because maybe I read a bunch of lies. But I was reading somewhere that there was this tribe, and their method of birth control was they just, like, basically, like... Bored a hole in it? Hole in it, yeah. And then, so when they would, you know, blow loads, it would come out of this, like fake hole and wouldn't get into the lady and when they wanted to get a lady pregnant they just put their finger over the hole and they say there's no good ways for there to be consistent male contraception it's ridiculous (laughs) yeah just drill a hole in your shaft honestly honestly just get a vasectomy and then have it reversed when you want to have kids if you're going to go that far vasectomies are not 100 percent effective it's weird they can just heal themselves sometimes Oh, that's... Okay, so... That's you, only if you have that weird mutation um, in your uh, Ex-Manicus Wolverinus gene. Damn, I, I, was, I was getting there. I was just taking a slightly different route to the same joke. Also, for the record, for the record Deadpool has the same mutant healing factor, but we don't have to that, talk about that. that. Yeah, that's true. that's true. So, yeah, well, we got, we got a bunch of stuff in that little aside. Hey, speaking of the Marvel Universe... Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Uh, there's a sequel to la- some of last week's content, Tyler. So last week, um, I asked you for a good idea for a couple's costume, and uh, the best the best we came up with was priest and a rabbi, which I think is solid. And I think I'm gonna kick the level of dip- difficulty up a notch. Okay. I'm gonna tell you what costumes we have, and you're going to tell me in what way it's a couple's costume and how we introduce ourselves. Oh, okay. That said, I'm not locked into my costume, so... Yeah. Hit me. So, listen, it's a classic for a reason. I got a new Spider-Man costume. Uh. This one's a little weird, though. It's all in one piece. The other one had, like, a jumpsuit plus a mask. This, right. the mask, is part of it. Isn't that more, like, uh, true to the Spideyverse? It depends. He had a number of different costumes throughout the comics, but... Sure, um, sure, sure, sure. But it's hugely inconvenient because for the vast majority of this i'm not going to want this mask on because i can't breathe well i can't see well and i can't drink at all with it on so i'm going to have the mask off which means i have to unzip part of it and hangs forward like a bib Uh Um, so i'm just going to have a uh like an upside down face on my chest you could have just gotten the other Spider-Man costume. The other one i got the one without the fake muscles this time because uh i'm bulked up Actually, the reason is because before, everyone would see my huge cock through <laughs> the thing and assume that it was padding. But this, since it has no muscles, everyone would just know it's all sand. <laughs> well, as long as you had a reason. Yeah. So, uh, Spider-Man is my answer. Uh, Emily okay. bought a fake axe and a flannel and is leaning towards... 
I guess would the term be lumber Jane, lumber Jill? I think it's lumber Jill technically, but like, eh. Uh, I'm uh, a considering lumber, putting a my hair up Jacqueline. and uh, putting on some fake five o'clock shadow. Well, you cross dressed like, last time, so. I did. I like lumber Jacqueline. Yeah, that that might make more sense. But so, what are we? Spider Man and a lumberjack. Sure, 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 sure. Well, you know, I mean, you could broaden it out three stacks and be like Paul Bunyan, and then you could be features from American lore, but from very different time periods. <laughs> wow, yeah, uh, that is a good idea. Should we pivot and just get me a Babe the Big Blue Ox costume? <laughs> I would not say no to that. Uh, Emily, if you can find one online, I will wear it. Emily could also be a, um, a murderous lumberjack, and you could be taking her in. Because, you know, you are your local uh, crime-fighting Spider-Man. Friendly neighborhood Spider-Man. Yeah, I know what it is. I was <laughs> updating it for the modern listener. I didn't know what it was. There's no way you didn't know what it was. Of course I knew what it was. And do you have a, do you have a costume? I'm not, no, no, um, no. So Halloween, like, isn't on a weekend. So I'm probably not going to do anything for the actual day. And then the weekend prior to Halloween, I have to be at work for something called Fantasy Trail, in which I will be a uniformed park employee. So okay. I'm not really too worried about Halloween this year. And are you going to be giving out candy to the children's? Hell no. Uh, so Fantasy Trail is something that the park does. We set up like a little trail and we fill it with fantasy. There are lots of volunteers who dress up as like your classic like storybook characters and then you know the children go down the trail and they get candy from the storybook characters. And basically I'm I'm what's called a uh, a section leader, which sounds much cooler than it is. Well, it doesn't sound very cool just for the record. Right. So it's not yeah, it's not very cool. I just stand there, not in costume, and make sure like there's enough candy and the volunteers don't touch any kids. Huh. Yeah. And so, just so we're clear, you're the one preventing perverts. I. It seems weird. Seems weird. But uh, that's the way it is. Uh, so Three Stacks is looking for a, a Babe the Big Blue Ox costume. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, she found one that looks like slutty Babe the Big Blue Ox. Nice. Yeah, it turns out you can only be sexy Babe the Big Blue Ox. Uh, yeah, they assume I mean, that any Babe the Big Blue Ox costume is sexy, you guys. It's an upsetting... All I see is light. It, so the thing is, we were at the the party city today, and like yeah. some of the costumes that they'll make like sexy versions of are just like uh, hilarious. Some are hilarious, and some are like kind of skeeving me out. Like oh yeah, s- sexy Alice in Wonderland. I think is weird because isn't she? Right, supposed- she's like supposed to be twelve. Yeah, she's an ad- yeah, she's adolescent at the oldest. So, like, yeah. don't want to fuck her, guys. Right. Um, right, right, right. But I think maybe worse, I'll go with definitely worse, is the sexy minion costume that we saw. Oh, no. I know earlier in the season somebody got in trouble for selling a sexy Handmaid's Tale costume. Yeah, Stax was telling me about that. Yeah. So that's about pretty... that. But, I mean, any costume I put on is going to be sexy, am I right? No. I just... It's upsetting to me that all of the the women's costumes are, like, sexy versions of things. Yeah. And if you are a man and you want a sexy costume, you have one option. Uh, and that's Spider-Man, where you can see your big fucking hog through it. I thought it was Vigio Morgenstein. It's, uh, it's actually that there was a uh, sexy male cop costume, which was just uh, a cop costume, but it did not have sleeves. Yeah. You know, my actual guess was going to be Firefighter. 
Yeah, I think probably if you, like, go online, you can find a sexy male firefighter that's just, like, shorts and suspenders. And suspenders, and yeah. A and a big old hose, if you know what I mean. Uh, cock! But, uh... uh I, I would definitely say that I find firefighters sexier than cops, because firefighters are less likely to violate somebody's civil rights. More likely to pose for calendars with puppies. Exactly, that's right. Three stacks, where do you fall on this uh, sexier profession? Cops or firefighters? I mean, obviously firefighters. Okay, great, great. And now, just... and now tell me, firefighters or software developers? Uh, well, you're less likely to die, and also you make way more money than you should, so... Yeah! <laughs> There's nothing as sexy as financial and, uh, what, health-based security? Damn. Sorry, dude. Now I'm sad. <laughs> All of a sudden, I got sad. And a big hog you can see through a Spider-Man costume. I'm still sad. You didn't do anything to lessen the sadness. We can do another article, though, because from themanual.com, move over, candy corn. Beer candy makes for a happy Halloween. For a what? Happy. Oh, for a hoppy Halloween. Idiot. Oh, look at that. I didn't even catch that. Dumb clown. Yeah, that's actually my costume. How did you guess? <laughs> so you're going to need something to, to consume or hand out while you're dressed as sexy babe the big blue ox. And so the manual gives you a rundown of some beer-inspired, I guess, candies. First, from Swag Brewery, you've got Brew Candy. It is a bag of hard candy that has three different flavors, Hoppy IPA, Roasty Stout, and Honey Ale. And this might be, like, the only one on the list that I would be willing to eat. Well, no, it's not the only one, but it's, it's one of the only ones on the list that I would actually be willing to eat. Before we get too much farther, can we talk about just kind of the general concept here? Sure. Because there's all of these things where, uh, like, founders ran into some trouble with their breakfast out, and you see it with other labels where it's like, oh, yeah. this is encouraging children to drink. And it's like, right. every time you hear one of those, it's like, wow, you are fucking reaching big time. Which is wild, because another thing of it, Fantasy Factory IPA uh, has a kitten and a unicorn on it, so, like, come on. It's a unicorn, or a kitten no. holding a gun riding a unicorn, and also don't there's blow up lasers. Your spot, man. But, but, like, the idea is we don't want to encourage children to drink yep. beer. Yep, but yep, if you yep. make brew candy, isn't that doing it way more? Oh, well, I was going to say there's nothing that actually says beer on here, but it does say beer-inspired hard candy. So um, And it says yes, brew, it and it says stout, and it says ale. These are all beer words. That's true. That's true. Uh, I have no answer for you. Great. Yep. Classic. So this this first one that they are saying that you, I guess, you could eat or you could hand out is just unwrapped hard candies. Well, then they come in this bag. We don't. You uh, get to hand out a full size bag of hard candies to every kid. Well, there's no there's no sense of scale here. I don't know how big this bag is. I can tell you from quickly googling it, it is eight dollars worth of hard candies. Holy shit! Yeah. Stacks, are you telling me that you don't just pelt uh, trick-or-treaters with unbagged single marshmallows? Well, usually the kids whose costumes we like, we uh, throw them loose candy, and the ones that we do like, we give them bags of gold leaf. So an, an $8 bag of candy is nothing to us, obviously. Do you, do you actually get trick-or-treaters? I haven't lived in a place that got trick-or-treaters in quite some time. So this is a, an annual debate between Emily and me that I win every year, so I'm looking forward to it happening again, where she buys a fuckload of candy. And I'm like, sure. don't buy that much candy. We only get like 10 trick-or-treaters a year. And she says, but what if we get 30 times as many as ever before? We have to be prepared. And then 
afterwards, we have a shitload of candy left over that I don't want to deal with. Yeah, she's doing that on purpose, you realize. And I keep telling her that, and she continues to lie to me to my face, the <laughs> man that she loves. I just don't understand why it's a problem. Because I end up eating the candy, and I'm fat as fuck. You don't. I just bring it to work, and then I eat it all in the guise of having it in my office for people who come visit me at work. But the thing no is, one comes sex, to visit me the at thing work. we need to not lose sight of here is that Sam is fat as fuck. It's hard I to lose sight to, of I it, because to... regardless of what direction you're looking in, you could probably see my big-ass belly. I'm just, I'm just, like, I just want one thing to have over you, and the fact that I can... No, never mind. Never mind. The fact that you can fat shame me? Yeah, exactly, and I didn't want to go... I, I realized too late that I was going down a toxic road. Yeah. I just, my understanding of uh, when men think they are too fat is when they can't look down and see their, their penis... Uh, because sure. their belly is in the way. So when I get around 800 pounds, that'll start to be an issue. Oh. <laughs> uh, let's continue on this list. Number two is Hop Candy from Bee Hoppy. Now, I'm just not, like, hops are good. I like a hop, but I'm not a huge hop head. This seems like I would not enjoy it. But Sam, you enjoy the hops. Would you want to suck on a, uh... Hard candy made from real hop oils. I think I could be into that. I actually started drinking jasmine tea specifically because it tasted kind of like hops. Because it's bitter I started bitter drinking and floral. it specifically because it's a beverage mentioned by Uncle Iroh in Avatar The Last Airbender. Drink some calming jasmine tea. Exactly. Sam doesn't yeah. want to admit it, but that is the other reason he drinks jasmine sure, sure. tea. Also, it's uh, good. Yeah. It's fine. I don't, I don't really want to suck on anything that's made from real oils. <laughs> Number three, draft beer jelly beans from Jelly Belly. They're real gross. Didn't we have those tonight? Eat some of those on the show? Yeah, my parents bought some for us. Well, and then uh, the roaches bought article, some for us. <clears throat> the article does say calling a flavor draft beer is asking for trouble. So because well, because it, uh, it could be yeah. anything, right? They taste and, like water beer. And then number five is actually make your own beer gummies. And it just gives you a little recipe for how you can make beer gummies. And so don't hand those out to children um, because they are slightly alcoholic. Also, because how would you hand those out to children? Here, have this homemade gummy. Put them in a Ziploc bag and write oh, not poison on you're them. You're a little witch and you're a little goblin. Let's do shots. <laughs> Thanks for that pity laugh, Sam. I just... Goblins are funny. Why would you dress up as a goblin? What kind of kid wants to be just have a goblin costume? I do kind of want to make beer gummy bears, though. Have you ever had rummy bears? That's just where you put gummy bears in rum, right? Yeah, it's pretty much the same as this. But Well, no, it's not at all the same as this. Is it not? No. No, rummy bears, you soak gummy bears in rum. I didn't read the I didn't read the instructions. I just assumed it was the same thing but with beer. What is this? No, this is like beer and gelatin and you put it in a mold. Oh, instead of water you use beer. Right, 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 right. Okay. It's just like gelatinous beer. Yeah. Which as I'm saying that I'm realizing sounds less good but I still kind of want to do it. <laughs> I I would eat these but I feel like it's such a recipe for a hangover. Like sugar plus booze is always something that makes me worried. I mean the yeah. thing is it's, at most, a third of a beer, if you eat an entire recipe of beer gummies. Oh. So it's just going to make them taste less good. <laughs> well, they taste like beer. It's beer and unflavored gelatin. And sugar. And a little bit of sugar. Yeah, you should make this, just so we can talk about it on the show, because I think it'll be bad. My husband loves my stuff. <laughs> I think it 
really depends on what beer you use. Yeah, like, I feel like... if you use a beer with a lot of, like, fruity flavors, this could come out pretty good. If you make it with, like, I don't know, Miller Lite, it's probably going to be pretty bad. Yeah, I feel like I would want to try, like, kind of a fruity IPA, and I would want to try... Or like, a sour or a... something might be interesting. I guess maybe sour. I was thinking, like, a, like, dessert stout. Oh, yeah, that too, sure. Well, uh... You can make a triple batch of it if you really need to. I could. I could also uh, make some pumpkin beer ones. Yeah? Yeah, I won't stop you from making any of these mistakes. <sighs> Alright, well, that's some possible future tent, so maybe look forward to that. Speaking of content, tell me yours. Why did he just come? He pitched a tent in the house. That's what you call it. I don't know. What? Like, what if we... Ah. What have we done recently? Wait, is your is your reaction to getting kissed usually uh, a reaction of like surprise slash mild disgust? Yeah, she bit me right on the lip. She bit you? No, that's not true. <laughs> Wait, yeah, what do we do that's interesting other than go to the bar? And I don't know if I really want to talk about that. You oh, talk, talk about, about going to the bar. Talk about going it to the bar. About the aftermath, but Tiffany told me. Uh, so Becca also works at the same place that I work. Uh, no, she works at the fucking this this the store thing. Well, that's true, but like it, same organization. Yeah. But she has a different supervisor, and her supervisor invited her out to get a drink, and so we we're it's like, okay, I guess we should probably do that. You know, like gotta make those connections, whatever. And so uh, we went out to a bar um, to meet this lady, and when we got there, it wasn't like really like, I mean, it was a bar. But also, it was kind of more like a clubish type dealio. Like there was a bar, a seating area, and a dance floor. And yeah, they had like some DJ who was getting soups into it. Everybody in there was just hammered, including Becca's supervisor. She said she was seven drinks in and apologized in advance like seven times. Yeah. So it was like, okay, sick. So like... Becca and I got a drink, and we're, like, trying to hang out. But everybody was just fucking blasted. And so it was kind of uncomfortable for me, but it wasn't, like, the worst necessarily. But uh, we did decide to leave fairly quickly, which turned out to be a a good call because Becca was speaking to her supervisor later at work when she wasn't completely hammered. And she was like, yeah, you know, I went out to go smoke, and, like, a couple minutes after you guys left, somebody got stabbed in the bar. Holy shit. Yeah, so I'm pretty glad that we left and we're not around for that. And the person that did the stabbing was yelling, Oh shit, I'm so sorry, I thought you were Tyler, I'm so sorry. Why couldn't I stab Tyler Dryblatt? Yeah, exactly. But it was it was a very weird situation. The whole thing was very, very strange for me. It was hilarious. Becca thought it was hilarious. And uh, so would you go back? No. I guess, I just, I guess you're just adverse to fun and adventure yeah i you know well i'm really adverse to those six dollar bar beers man that's too much money and those are probably like pbrs or something yeah not quality exactly no i mean it was just it was super weird like this lady who um like i didn't expect to just be like balls out it was like totally balls out and apparently somebody got stabbed and the whole thing was very strange so not not totally my scene well i'm i'm sorry that uh drinking is so hard for you yeah, really. I mean, I don't know. It's it's a tough life that I have here. Everybody should pity me. 
And if you want to send me money, you can email me at brucetuesdaypodcast at gmail.com. Uh, Do you even know the login for that email still? I could probably figure it out if you gave me like 45 minutes. Okay. So that's, that's really the only exciting thing that I've been up to lately. Well, before we really bust our nut with uh, Emily's high-quality content, let's do the last article. I'm sorry, what was the last part? I was too busy ooing over Emily's sterling content. I was content. just trying to get you to talk about the last article. Trying to talk about the last article. That's a segue into the last article. <laughs> so, Thrillist.com, uh, we're, you know, we're getting into the Halloween season, scary thoughts, and maybe nothing is scarier than the thought of no more beer. Boogans. Uh, yeah, according to a new study published in Nature Plants, climate change is going to really screw over beer. Across the planet, we may soon see a drop in beer supply and a hike in beer prices because of climate issues. I guess the real issue is the potential lack of barley. They say drought and heat events will probably lower the total availability of barley and reduce the share of barley for beer production. They're predicting that during the most extreme climate events, beer consumption would drop by 16% and beer prices would on average double, which would be pretty lame. But according to another article that you sent me that we're not using, but is about the same topic, only about like 16% of the world's barley is used to make beer. So the major issue here would be that like lots of people would starve to death. Huh. Yeah. Do we think at all that maybe... There's a little bit of bias, a little bit of a green bias here coming from a place called Nature Plants. Slightly, yeah, maybe. I don't know, I gotta be honest, like, I'm not that worried about things like the doubling of beer prices compared to, like, you know, not having bread, right? Like Actual food sort- shortages, things that, things that matter instead of, like, luxury items. Right, 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 right. So, like, that seems to be maybe more what we should be focusing on. But we are a beer podcast, so um, here's the angle we're coming at this with. Uh, yeah, quit flushing chloroformic hydrants down the toilet or whatever. Yeah, guys. but I mean, I guess, like, you and Three Stacks don't really have to worry. Like, you'll be living on Metropolis 1, like, <laughs> sipping your clone-grown beers, and Beck and I will be um, killing uh, muta rats in the desert to survive so you know i'm picturing i'm picturing a uh, hunger games type situation sure 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 i would send you one of those care packages give you like a blow gun or something thank you i would have to talk emily into it of course because uh, in her opinion you're you're the riffraff and you deserve to die but uh, I mean, yeah i think i could talk her into it emily has always like i'm always seeing her wearing those like giant 17th century elaborate uh dresses with trains and, like, the, the big-ass hats with right, feathers and shit. She's always just, like, spitting in the faces of the children of chimney sweeps. So I get it. Let them eat cake. Exactly. That's, yeah, that's the that's the spirit I was... That's her uh, catchphrase. She's, yeah. she's the one who's well-known for that catchphrase, everyone right. says. So, I mean, it, it would be a bummer, though. I don't know. I just, like... Like, I see all these articles about climate change, and they're, like, trying to get people to care, which is good. But there's only so much that the individual can do, you know, like companies, industry, like the military industrial complex accounts for something like 70 percent of the world's emissions. So like you can stop eating beef and like recycle all you want. It's still not really going to do that much unless like the world's major governments get on board, unfortunately. And they won't 
because it's not in and their financial won't. best interest, at least in the short term, which they is the only term they seem to care about, which is kind of odd. Which is why I've been hunting my muterat, uh, honing my muterat hunting skills. So, you know, I'm ready. Uh, you got to get, what's that one stick that you get in Fallout where you hit the the mutated rats and they just explode for no explode, reason? Explode, yeah, yeah. Use those ones. Yeah, yeah. you got to really irradiate yourself for that reward, though. Well, um, it can't make you look any worse. Oh, rats. So, do you have any more anything else to say about this this article, or do you want to hit me with that sweet, sweet content you've been teasing? Oh, sweet is the word for it. Ooh, Emily. Is that is that my my segue? She's just aggressively petting the cat right now, and I don't know if she has the capacity for speech still. Uh, our cat's great, and I love our cat. She's drunk. Hey, I'm not that drunk. Let's talk about the cat. Uh-huh. She's pet drunk, yes. Do you remember, Sam, did you ever meet the cat who lived in the meditation house who loved beer, but only fresh beer? Uh, no, I did not. Well, he was a champion. (laughs) But I, uh, saw an event on Facebook, because that's how I find out all of the social happenings in town, that I insisted Sam come to with me, and he was... We skipped a frisbee game for this. We skipped a frisbee game. He was a little bit skeptical. Uh, He sounds a tiny bit salty. It was very worth it, and he was pleased we went. Yes. Uh, it was a beer and cupcake pairing. So oh. we went to the Hop House, which is one of our favorite breweries in town. It is the only brewery in walking distance from our home. And they had, uh, they've done this before, but it was a lot less organized last time, and it got really chaotic, and you, they sold out of cupcakes in like half an hour. Uh, so this time they had like timed seatings and they had, uh, the head brewmaster and his wife who, you know, co-owns the, the brewery actually give like little descriptions of each of the beers and the cupcakes that they chose to pair with them. And they were really good cupcakes and their beers are very good. And it was just an overall pleasant experience. And like the head brewmaster was walking around talking to people and, uh, Sam and I spent a good amount of it debating whether or not. We were pleased that we were sitting in a corner that did not have easy access, because, like, on the one hand, like, hey, he's not talking to us, but on the other hand, we are not good at talking to strangers. Sure, sure, sure. But, yeah, we had good cupcakes, and we got to learn about beers, and it was, it was delightful. Did they have any, like, exotic cupcakes? They had only exotic cupcakes. I guess it depends what you mean by exotic. Well, tell me what kind of cakes they had. So it was, uh... There's a, a white cake with, like, a maple cream cheese frosting and a cinnamon toast crunch square on top. I think there might have been more cinnamon involved also. It was very good, and they paired that with their apple beer, which is a blonde ale mixed with a cider, I believe? Yeah, with a champagne yeast. Which, like, is one of the better apple ales I have had. It doesn't just taste like a cider, it tastes like a slightly apple a little bit sweet beer. Um, That's nice. And then they had, there was a, there was a white cake with raspberries and a Nutella filling with a champagne frosting that they paired with like their IPA. Their one of their standard IPAs. Dang. Uh, it was real, real good. Uh, and then they had, it was a chocolate cupcake with a salted caramel frosting that they paired with 
the robust porter, which I guess was a, a point of contention because the wife was introing all of the things and kept just calling it a porter. And head brewmaster said, Phil no, was like, damn it, it's no, robust. no, no, robust porter. And in his defense, I think I'm, I'm on the record as saying, like, porters, what's the point of you? Be a stout or don't be at all. Oh, boo. But uh, this porter is, like, really flavorful and is one of my favorite Hop House beers. It's robust. I like porters, Samuel. I just, it's just, like, I, I think a lot of porters are super watery. And it's like, are you a brown ale or are you a stout? It seems like you're neither and you suck. I don't yeah. even like brown ales. Well, I don't even like you. Yep. Well, that's cool. What was your favorite uh, combo? Mine was the the chocolate and the porter, for sure. Yeah, so we talked about this while we were there, because Sam was like, this is our content for the week. <laughs> and I think my favorite beer was the porter, and my favorite cupcake was the, the chocolate cupcake. Uh, but my favorite combo was actually the uh, raspberry Nutella champagne frosting cupcake with the IPA. It just, like... It paired really nicely, and there was, like, some interesting contrast between, like, super sweet frosting with, like, tart tart raspberry and then the bitter beer. It was real Look good. Look at Tyler's face. Look how apprehensive he is. He's so skeptical. He's mad at you about it something. It was so good, though. I I just, I guess I don't understand how if your, your favorite beer and your favorite cupcake were paired together, it's not your favorite. It was a lot. Like, it... It's like a, a pretty heavy beer and like this sticky sweet it's, ve- it's a very rich combo. And like, I think having like the little bit of tartness and the little bit of bitterness like balanced out the, this is super sweet and like, I don't, I liked the cupcake and I liked the beer and I thought that they were both very good, but like when I combined them I was like, this is what I expected from this combo. Whereas with the other one, like, you took a bite of the cupcake and then you took a sip of the beer and like, there were new new combinations of flavors that you couldn't have gotten if you were just eating that cupcake and then later drinking that beer. Okay. <sighs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I, I do get that, and that was a good explanation. Uh... I described this to a uh, friend of the show, J-Balls. I told him, we're going to do the whitest possible thing on Thursday. And he said, what, you have a Frisbee game? And I was like, <laughs> yes, but we're skipping it for... a." Uh, craft beer and cupcake pairing and he was like i'm not sure we can be friends anymore <laughs> that is that is a pretty white thing to do but uh i can't say i blame you yeah it was fun i would i would yeah. do that again hopefully if we do it again they would have different stuff but sure. just just to mix it up yeah yeah well i mean two of the three beers were seasonals so if they do it again uh, in fair. uh any season other than fall yeah they might have the ipa back but they're not gonna have the apple or the porter all right, well, there you go. Uh, Sam, it looks like you're clearing out just the, the dregs of that beer. Is everybody ready to wrap this bad boy up? Yeah, it looks like the dregs because of the coloration, but that's actually just the color of the beer that it's been the whole time. It's oh, a very okay. weird-looking well, beer. It is a weird-looking beer, yeah. I don't want, well... So I had no. Citrus Citra. Okay, well, I waited too long. That's yep. fine. Uh, by Dorchester Brewing Company. I never really found the the apple I was looking for other than in the nose. The what you were looking for? Uh, I never really found the orange I was looking for other than in the nose. Man, those two things are like apples and oranges, Sam. How could you get them confused? God. Now I can't cut it because you made that joke. I was totally going to uh... cut it. We were just talking about the apple. Like, Fuck it. <laughs> 
and I did get a little bit more of the hop flavor outside of the bitterness, but I, I didn't really think there was that much going on here. That being said, I don't know how they managed to bury the 8.7 behind it not actually tasting like that much. Right. So this, I don't know, this kind of feels like it's in the realm of session beers that are dangerous for the sake of being session beers that are dangerous. Like, yeah. you could drink this and not really pay attention to it and then be like, uh-oh, I'm wasted. So if you want to get surprise wasted, you should drink this. But for my purposes, I would give it a 5.8. All right. I had Founders Barrel Runner. It was an Imperial IPA aged in rum barrels, 11.1% ABV. And I'm really not sure how to rate this beer because it was very successful at what they were going for. You could clearly taste the rum. You know, you could tell it was a rum-aged beer. The 11.1% didn't, like, knock you over the head. Uh, It was very pleasant. But at the same time, I probably wouldn't get this again. So, I don't know. I guess I'm going to give it a 5.5. You know, just put it right in the middle there. But for some people, this would be a really top-notch beer. I'm going to recommend this to Parrot Heads. Uh, (laughs) Like, if you're uh, in the panhandle of florida you'd probably love this beer it was it was interesting uh, i'm glad i tried it but i'm not really sure i would like keep drinking this you know it's it's funny the beer i was planning on bringing on next week i think would be great for parrot heads i'm, I'm just gonna have uh uh 12 ounces of turpentine <laughs> i would recommend that to parrot heads oh, yikes. <laughs> yeah your favorite podcaster yeah well Sacrifices must be made for the betterment of mankind. Oh, goodness. Okay, all right. On that cheery note, uh, three stacks. Yeah, I had Southern Tears Cold Press Coffee Pumpkin. I'm just so sad. I had such high hopes for this beer, and it met none of them. Because it was the lowest in the ABV of the three of the beers? Well, I mean... At 8.6? It was 8.6% ABV. It's so far below normal pumpkin that it's just upsetting like it barely tastes like pumpkin i think i i can definitely get what they are claiming is supposed to be light roasted coffee but it just tastes like chalk Mm -hmm. uh it doesn't smell like fall even a little it smells like i guess maybe like kind of pumpkiny like basement Uh, (laughs) brutal yeah it just like i guess it it hid the alcohol decently but like it just drink a normal pumpkin this does not invoke any warm happy feelings it just makes me sad so i would give this beer a 3.2 and i would recommend it to i guess people with like pica like if you want to eat chalk <laughs> sure drink this beer but if you want to enjoy a nice fall treat get a normal pumpkin or like do anything other than this. So is it safe to assume that you prefer the pumpkin spice latte? Or like put a shot of whiskey in your pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. There you go. Well, uh, for, thank you for that crushing review. Sam, you know what you're drinking next week? Uh, I don't think I do. I gotta check the fridge. <laughs> what kind of idiot doesn't know what he's drinking next week? What you got on next Me week? Every episode. Got it. Yeah. Okay, well, uh, thank you, everybody. Um, if you want to tell us anything, or like I said, you know, send me those hot dollar bills. I also accept Bitcoin. 
Uh, you can email us at BrewsdayTuesdayPodcast at gmail.com. You can tweet at us at BrewsdayTuesday, or you can comment on our links at BrewsdayTuesday.com. Don't let us keep you down. We'll see everybody next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Comes up here. Catch all your tears. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. Here comes a shot. Lose all your thoughts. Drink the remedy. Forget about your problems. This one's on me. Fix you for free. Drink the remedy. Forget about everything. This one's on me. Got what you need. And take your medicine. One of the best burns I've heard was from the most unlikely of sources, i.e. your dad, when you just reminded me because you said Bitcoin. Emily's grandmother was talking about Bitcoin and how she had heard that it was getting big. And your dad was like, the fact that you know about Bitcoin means that Bitcoin is over. Oh, shit. Jesus.